third and final hour here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPN NH Radio.com. Five questions with Dave Pollard coming up at 120. Hey, yo. If you're out there driving around listening to us right now, hopefully uh, it's settled down. I or think you're in your house in or, the warm comforts sure, of the, your own home. If you're home. in the comfort of your house, then uh, hopefully you're getting away from some of the snow. I think it's tapering off a little bit, though. Not yeah, really. A little bit. A little, a little bit. It's not supposed it's to stop until like 5 o'clock. Yeah, but it's not as heavy as it was when we first got it's up here. It's the same thing. He's a meteorologist. Leave no, him he's not. Yeah, I'm playing meteorologist, man. Come on. He's You're... just as qualified as any other meteorologist. I'm as qualified no, they to be went me- to school. I'm as qualified an to be... 80% chance it is snowing outside <laughs> right now. No, there's a 100% chance it's snowing outside. I said 80%. It's, it's snowing. Brian, so I'm as qualified to be a meteorologist as you are to be a doctor, and we know how much you like playing doctor on this show. Plantar fasciitis. It's a horrible thing. Yeah, Watch yeah, me yeah. be a meteorologist. Tomorrow, <laughs> I expect it will be sunny and 35 degrees. You're just looking at weather.com. I don't have to, uh, I don't have to do anything else. <laughs> All right, so from one <laughs> postseason bound team, as we hope, with the Bruins to another, uh, let's move on to the Celtics here. Six games left in the regular season. Yeah. Mark and I were talking about this earlier. How vital is the number one seed for the Celtics? Because, look, the Cavs and their mentality is, at least the way I see it, is we don't have to get the number one seed. We're cool with the number two. We know we're getting to the finals. Yeah, they'll flip the switch. They'll flip the switch. So I think for the Celtics, as long it's as more Kevin Love state- is fully healthy, sure. Yeah. But well, I, I think for the Cavs, LeBron, if you ask him how important is the number one, he won't say this directly to the media. But he's thinking, screw the number one. So, we'll so, take the number two. We're getting to the finals either way. I think for the Celtics, more it's more of a statement for them. Like, hey, look at us. We finished number one in the East. I, I think if you actually believe that the Celtics have a chance. At beating Cleveland in this seven-game series, You're delusional. Absolutely, first place is huge. Mark, do you believe it? Home court advantage is huge. No, no, but it's not okay. happening. Okay, uh, as as long most people all are not page. of that belief. Yeah. I'll tell you why I'm rooting for the Celtics, though, and it's not because I'm a Celtics fan. It's because I am so sick and tired of the NBA. I'm so beyond tired of watching the same superstars. damn st- superstars on the same damn teams yeah. make it to the finals every year. The same old crap over and over again. And I'll tell you what, the Celtics, for what it's worth, as frustrating as it's been, and as little fireworks as there have been, despite being promised fireworks year after year, as frustrating as it's been to watch them slowly build up this roster to be a pretty deep roster of role players, that is the way that I hope that NBA teams start building their rosters. Yeah. Because I'm I mean, so most, tired of it just being about superstars. So if. I mean, the it, Spurs, they didn't. Re- uh, Tim Duncan was a superstar. I respect how the Spurs did it because they did it through the draft. Yes, they Warriors acquired superstars. As well. Warriors did it through the draft as well. Yes, they did. Yeah, uh, yeah, until so, this past year. Yeah, until until this they past got Kevin year. Durant. When they, they sold out and yeah. got Kevin Durant. Then they and, sold and so out. Look, but they have won it before without doing that. Sure. And, and, and look. The only team, the only pr- team that's really done it with superstars is when the Celtics did it with Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. No, every team does it with superstars every year. The team that Spurs has the and superstars Warriors are there, and uh, dude, they have superstars still. Well, yes, but they didn't like purchase. Them. Not necessarily. I, okay, I, so I guess... so look, I I've even mentioned the Spurs and the Warriors as sort of this turnaround where the NBA might be heading in a direction finally where the draft actually matters and the developing one, your the, players actually matters. The one person that's that's making it so that the superstars like keep doing this is LeBron. LeBron keeps keeping Yeah, he keeps spending the final seven right. years, to his right? roster. Right. Or is it six? There's two different levels of superstars, all right? And the reason why I want to get into this is because Dave brings up a great point. And 
Um, you know, the NBA is full of them, but it's in a matter of how they come about. So, you know, when you're talking about the Golden State Warriors or the Detroit Pistons back in the day or the San Antonio Spurs, these guys were homegrown talent. Okay, because they were developed through their own wait, ways. Wait, you're talking about the bad boy Pistons, not the 04 Pistons, because none of no. those guys were homegrown. Well, no, but Cha- I mean, Chauncey, Chauncey Billups would, no, he was drafted around. by the Celtics. Rasheed Wallace was not drafted but by the Pistons. Chauncey got traded Rip to... Hamilton was not, so none of those guys were homegrown. But my point is, they developed together, I guess you could say. So, when, when you say, like, you know, LeBron James adding, you know, Ky- I mean, Kyrie Irving was already on the team. Well, yeah, but, but he, him Kevin leaving. Love, him leaving to go to Miami. Gave them Kyrie. Yeah, I know. You can't, you can't, I mean, yes, but he, they still drafted Kyrie. I yes. Mean, like, you can't. But they wouldn't have if he I didn't I understand leave. that. True. I know. I know. But still, they still, you can't fault them He's for having the, the number one pick why. and drafting Kyrie. And also, I wouldn't even say that, like, they, you know, they're such, oh, they went out and bought Kevin Love. Look, they got the number one pick. They drafted Andrew Wiggins, and they yeah. traded Andrew yeah, Wiggins. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you so could look at that right now and yep. say that was a pretty dumb move, by yep. the way, trading away <laughs> Wiggins for So we Kevin can't even Love. get on them for that. What a stupid but, move. But when it comes to the Spurs, I mean, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, I can go on and on. They, they really, like, you know, grew drafted with, and left, with Greg Popper. Leonard wasn't a top overall pick, and he's now groomed to be an MVP candidate this year. So I I think it is good parity in the NBA this year to have a good coach, coach a team in a collective group, do it on their own. Right. Be like like Popovich. If if they win the number one seed, how can you not give Brad Stevens coach of the year? Like, how can you not? Mm. Oh, yeah. I think he could win Coach of the Year. Because, I mean, he's been phenomenal on all points. I mean, you have Isaiah making these crazy shots. It is a regular up season award, quarter. right? I know. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it's either him or LeBron James that's going to win Coach of the Year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I like what the Celtics have I don't even know the coach of the Cavs. And so. I think they're overachieving, right? Tyron, sure. I mean, you look at the Celtics. They don't have a superstar. As we've talked about on this show, Isaiah Thomas is not a superstar. No. no. Not he's even a star. He's, he's a tier he's two. He's a star. He's a tier two so for not them, even for tier them two. to, nah, if, if they get a solid two, I think he's a solid two as well. If they get the number one seed Four. in the East, and and if that ends up being the case, then yeah, I think you have to consider Brad Stevens for Coach of the Year, considering sure. that every other team has a superstar. I think Kawhi Leonard has crossed that. At the very very least, he's maybe a little bit below that step of being a superstar, but he's almost there. Right. And Kawhi th- Leonard is almost there. You know, yeah. so Leonard Golden is going to be a top five MVP. So, so yeah, so then he's a superstar if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna say that. And I think he's a guy that's going to be in that conversation every year. Isaiah Thomas, I don't know. Golden State, they have superstars. Cleveland has superstars. So yeah, if you're going to talk about Coach of the Year, Brad Stevens is the only guy that does not have a superstar, and the one guy that you call a star on the like the one guy that he has. Is a star, and it's just one guy. Right, right. It's just one. And the other team has multiple. Well, let's talk about Danny Ainge's perspectives here. I mean, I think he talked about continuity through the roster with Brad Stevens numerous times. I think Brad wants a consistency through the roster because if you look at it, right, the reason why they didn't trade Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley is because they don't want to give up this young core. They knew where they stood. And we're, we're, we're tr- uh, starting to see the real Celtics team. And the real reason why is because all the development with these core players, young players, they're growing with Brad Stevens. So I, I think there's a difference because there's no disconnect. Now there's no disconnect with the message. There might be st- still a little lagging between Isaiah Thomas and Brad Stevens, you know, through the course of the year. But also with leaders, they do go through adversity in those type of situations. It's just a matter of how you bounce back. 
So they overcome it. But with Brad Stevens, such a high basketball IQ, coaching these players up, and not having an all-star talent on, on the roster. I mean, Brad, Isaiah Thomas. But one too. nitpick I have about Brad Stevens is sometimes he fiddles with the lineup a little too much, even late in the year. Like one, there was a lineup, I think the other game uh, against the Bucks. It yeah. was Kelly Olynyk, uh, James Young, mm-hmm. um, who else? Uh, Amir Johnson was out on the floor. Jonas Repko, Jalen Brown, and yeah. Andrew Repko. Yeah, he's not immune yeah, to weird the, rotations. Sure, but the game against the Suns, they kind of had to because they didn't have. I'm not talking about the, that game. That, I'm not talking about the Suns. I'm talking about the Bucks game. That's what I said. Look, I think okay. for the right, fair enough, fair, No, no, no. I, I heard you. I know you're talking about the Bucks. I'm just saying that going back to that game against the Suns. I'm not, not talking not, about that game. Not the one where Devin Booker uh, dropped 70, yeah. but the one in Phoenix right. I'm talking about where yeah. Isaiah Thomas was critical. I know you're talking about the Bucks, but I, I know you're referring to pretty much all the times that he's filled with lineup. I'm not talking. That game is an outlier because Al Horford was out. So they. Had so to, you're talking exclusively about the Bucks game? Uh, I'm talking about that and along with like other games where he just randomly puts decides to put random people on the rotations. Floor. Sometimes. Yeah. I think the but sometimes it's great. Sometimes he doesn't I mean. do that. I think he I pushed don't... the right buttons. Yeah. They're, they're in first place they, in the East. They it's lost the Bucks game. argue with what the guy the has game. done in order to coach up a collective group of role players right. Right. is right. what it really amounts to. He's getting more out of this team than I think uh, every coach not named Greg Popovich could get out of this uh, team. Agreed. Okay, so when you consider that, yes, fine. It's great. It's it's a cool little story. Awesome Celtics. Great. I also the like to series? see them get out of the first round of the playoffs. For yeah, the love agreed. of God. Like, and this is what I was saying. I'm rooting for them because they're not that standard NBA-built team that you expect to be in first place in a conference. You don't expect a team like the Celtics to be there. So, yes, while I'm rooting for them, I understand what the NBA is, and I've said it a million times. I'm not changing my position on this. They need a superstar, and if Brad Stevens isn't interested in coaching a superstar, that's a problem because you're going to have to have that guy if you really want to win a title someday, someday soon. You know, and and if you want to wait and keep building this team, fine. You better hope that you hit on some of these draft picks here, and I think that Jalen Brown looks like he's going to be a great player. I, I think that they've hit on that guy. I, so, I agree. So I hope that down the road, Jalen Brown sort of becomes that superstar that you can bank on. And who knows what happens in this year's NBA draft or if they make a trade for a legitimate superstar in this league. No matter what, they're in a great position. They got the number one draft pick this year, and they're coming in first place in the East. You I don't can't think that's ever with, happened in NBA history, it, by the way. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You can't complain that. They're in a great spot as an organization. They don't have it yet, guys. They don't have it yet. They don't have <laughs> it yet. We're assuming I'm, they'll end up with the number look, one I'm, pick. Look, I'm rooting for it because they're a gritty team. They've got a bunch of players that can get the job done. They're probably a deeper roster than even uh, than even Cleveland is. But when you talk about Cleveland they, having two number ones, mm-hmm. it, it becomes irrelevant to some extent because right. you don't have a guy that can match LeBron or match Kyrie in the fourth quarter and, and be that closer that you really need. Jay can guard... LeBron a little bit. Well, it's players that all do different things, right? When it when you're talking about crunch time, Isaiah, great shooter in the fourth. We know that he Not can't defend. Defender. He can't defend. He's a defensive liability. He also on the opposite end, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, in uh, the, great defender, cannot shoot in yeah. the playoffs. Isaiah doesn't get the calls. I don't know uh, because they hold, uh, blow, uh, it's hold their it's, whistles. It, it's tougher to to make or drives earn, to the hoop. Yeah, earn your and your and it's tougher yeah. to get up above players if you're rising up to take a shot when you're five foot seven right. and you're in the postseason. But things are going to be harder for you why, than in the regular season. That's why I think he struggles, especially on the road in the playoffs, because he doesn't get the calls he gets during the regular season. But well, well let's see like, it this year. You right. know, it's a, it's a different. He's been in what one playoff round, right? In his whole career, 
I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's a whole career. I, I, he was he came to the Celtics last season. I think the Suns made it as an eight seed when he was there. Okay, so so either way, the first meaningful playoff <laughs> right <laughs> uh, games he played in his career were last year with this team. Right. So so as much as we want to sit here and say yes, number one matters if you get to Cleveland. Let's let's just get out of the first round first. Like, let's get yeah. let's get past baby steps. Uh, either yeah. uh, whoever we end up <laughs> let's, playing, let's finish the, the regular heat, the season the first, Pacers, guys. Like it's it's not even an easy first round matchup. No, well, if you get the Heat, the Bulls, sure. or the Pacers, and, that, that's tough. And, and I, that's what I wanted to get to because I'd rather get the Pacers. I, I think they don't have the bigs. They still have the best player on the court in that series. I think the them. Celtics need to have a track meet against these teams because if if you start you know bringing the ball up and not playing at your pace and you're playing these down low presence like the Hassan Whitesides or like the Miles Turner. The, Gortat, um, the Gortats. And they're going to get beat up in the paint. They'll get beat up in the paint. So the mentality is just keep playing your kind of basketball and don't switch things up because, you know, th- there's no adjustments to be right. made just against do what these kind of teams. Exactly. And the reason why I kind of like this is because all the roles that Brad Stevens kind of sees out, they fit perfectly. They do. And Jalen Brown is developing his own shot. He's the only player besides Isaiah Thomas on the floor that can create his own. Right. And, and you you need one of those guys. And that's like that's how the superstar trend becomes about is when you can develop your own shot, have that mentality can Avery to be that? reckless around the hoop. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but but you know, not, you know he doesn't a, have the athleticism. He doesn't level. have the athleticism that Jalen Brown has. Oh, Avery sure. Bradley? Yeah. Now he's a two-way guy. You know, he he's a, a defensive-minded guard, and he can make some good shots off a screen, and you know has good cuts to the basket. Yeah, right? but he, he can't create his own. Yeah, shot. he's he's a solid starter who can go off and score a bunch of points for you every now and then, play and play some solid solid defense on the other end of the floor. But Jalen Brown's athleticism, man, that's that's hard not to love. It's hard to teach. It's hard. You to don't teach. teach you can't teach. You're born with it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, and, and but when you have Brad Stevens, that's why I'm talking about the athleticism, the balance yeah, of yeah, athleticism. How do you hone that athleticism in the and basketball put the IQ in a position to exactly. succeed? Those right. are the two best ingredients for a superstar to make. There are times with Jalen Brown where I feel like he can take off from the free throw line and just throw it down. He's he goes. That, he, he's he has done that. that type of athleticism. <laughs> I like his recklessness around the hoop. Can can he be out of um, I guess out of control sometimes? Yeah, of course. But I mean, that's his maturity. Exactly. That's his immaturity. But I mean, he's going to get there where he can flat out make his own shots, create it. Um, I I think you're right with that with that kid. I think he's going to turn out to be. Look, he's the X factor in in the series. Sure, sure. That's what I'm trying to get at. He's been developing faster than I thought he would. Yes. All right. He looks better now than I figured he would be at this point. Well, because he's getting the minutes, right? I mean, Avery Bradley's Bradley's absence has kind of helped him in that way. So, so in a way, he seems to have sort of taken to the amount of minutes that he's gotten in a positive direction, and he seems to be developing. Uh, faster than we thought. So, yeah, he could be an X-Factor in a series, uh, especially in a playoff series, where he is a physical player. And I, I I like what I've seen out of him. I'm not thinking that he's there yet. Uh, you know, and it could be even another full season before we get to see the full extent to what this kid could be. But, uh, I mean, at least there's one guy, finally, that you're looking at. It's not a Marcus Smart type where, where you're thinking, okay, top six pick in a draft. Plays good defense, not a good shooter. This kid might just have it all. So, so uh, he's a guy to look at. 
a couple years down the road, maybe he's a superstar in this league. Maybe he's uh, close to a superstar. You know, I, I think he's sort of got the makings of a Kawhi Leonard. Uh, and I'm not saying he is. No, I, I'm saying he's going to be that. I'm more, just saying the athleticism yeah. reminds me of what Kawhi Leonard sort of used to be in his rookie run. If and you remember when he burst onto the scene, no one saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Right, and his feistiness to want the ball in those positions. Um, before we go to break, I also want to you know, just pinpoint an argument in regards to acquisition that Danny Ainge did not make, but it helped out. Brad's, uh, Avery Bradley getting hurt, and he comes back after the All-Star break, that's an acquisition in my mind. And now, with Avery Bradley hurt, Jalen Brown's getting these minutes, timely minutes, and it's, it's helping out the team. Ironically, a guy goes down, and it helps out the team. And it will come full circle, because Avery Bradley's still going to know his role. And he's going to be the two-way guy that everybody expects him to be. But Jalen Brown is the most athletic guard on that team by far Hands down. and within their future. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. We will be back with five questions with the one and only Dave Pollard. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire.